All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. It only... You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I'm one of the men in Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go.
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by the great folks over at Montana's. You've heard us talk about them before, folks. Montana's is bringing back the viewing party. They have got daily deals to have you covered all throughout the way. All throughout the week. I almost said wing. Uh, Because Monday, it's half-price wings. Tuesday, uh, it is the tacos for $5. $5 taco Tuesdays. On Tuesdays, there's tacos. On Tuesdays, Uh, $5 tacos. Wednesday, uh, it's all-you-can-eat ribs. Thursday, the drink specials. Thursday and every day. Uh, it's the drink specials. Uh, seven locations across British Columbia, Fort St. John, Kelowna, Langley, Nanaimo, Prince George, Swanson, and, of course, Victoria. Uh, be sure to go check out Montana's. And we've got something. Yeah, that Nanaimo one's got some stories to tell. they got a car up inside of there. Okay, well, we've and got something to share with the listeners here. At one point, there was a car. So they have a car in there for decoration. If I remember correctly, when I was living back there, there was a car that drove into the patio at one point. Old news. Check that up. Nanaimo uh, News Bulletin. They, they'll have all that. That happened at Dollarama in Burnaby. In really? North Burnaby. I used to go to that Dollarama all the time. Okay, we're getting sidetracked here. Oh, uh, yeah. They got a uh, contest. Yes, we have Alex got a contest Alex, to share did, with you Did you, you mention folks. Alex? You didn't say Alex here. Oh, I didn't even introduce ourselves yet. No, tr- uh, my name is David Quadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. Uh, back behind the controls yep. uh, is our dear friend, Alex. Now, uh, we've got a contest. We've partnered with Montana's. We have got a $25 gift card up for grabs oh, look right at now. And we might have something else. Down the road. We're not sure just yet. Oh, we do. I can't now, say it, though. We can't say it. So, for now, what we have for you uh, is the opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Montana's. To enter, you go on to Instagram. You search CanucksArmy.com. That is .com spelled out. So, CanucksArmy, D-O-T-C-O-M. You go there. The pin post on the account is the Montana's giveaway. It's the first thing you should see when you go to the profile. What you have to do... Nobody's entered into the damn thing. No, there's one person entered. One person. One person has entered. Uh, To enter enter the contest, you need to like the post, you need to follow Montana's and Canucks Army on Instagram, tag your friends in the comments, and hey, there is no limit on how many comments and how many entries you can leave, but you have to tag friends uh, in each comment. Tag me, bud. At Chris Faber 39 on Instagram. We've had, we've had Montana's with a listener before. Shout out Greg and Tawasin. Yep, Greg and Tawasin. Yep. Always wants, Greg, Greg always wants the show to go longer. Yeah. You always shut it down so quick. Regardless, yep. uh, Montana's. Be sure to go check them out and, and join our giveaway, folks. We would really appreciate it. Uh, we want to see one of our listeners, one of our loyal listeners, uh, get a get a little uh, Montana's action going. I cut, but before we go into the YouTube folks here, I cut my beard too small. I, I cut it myself and it's too short. It's not good. No, Alex, get me off of there. <laughs> it looks Not fine. full screen here. Oh, uh, it's too okay. short. We should mention off the top here, uh, we will be joined by Scott Rintoul of yes. Unreal West Coast Express. Oh. Uh, Go Goat Sports, I should say. Look at that. Uh, Scotty's with. And Scotty's, you know Scotty's teaching at BCIT, right? Uh, he's not anymore. He's not? No. Well, he was. And he's too I, busy putting out 50-part uh, series here. I'll tell you what. We went to BCIT, and this isn't a no-knock against the instructors at BCIT. Shout out Brian Weeb, one yep. of our favorites. Um Okay. Missing the opportunity to have Scotty as a teacher. Oh, I know. That's it, tough. That's tough for me to swallow. That, I'm not uh, going to lie. I was. I missed him by one year. I would have had him if uh, if he would have gone a year earlier. I would have gone a year later. So, But, yeah, Scotty's the best. I talked to him for, like, uh, the whole intermission the other day, the last Canucks game there. he was. I think he was on at the second intermission with Murph. Talked to Scotty the whole first intermission there about this. This, this seems pretty... Pretty cool. I've listened so, to only one episode of it so, so far. So I've listened to both, the two that have oh, dropped. Oh, you had both? Yeah. Okay. Um... 
phenomenal story. You're not a podcast guy either. No, but I, I'm, a, I'm a Scott yeah. Rintoul guy. Oh, yeah. Um, Who's not, though? Phenomenal. Phenomenal storyteller. And as we just endlessly plug another podcast, it's a it's a story podcast. It's good. It's really good it's to like, listen remember to. Remember Ray Ferraro got us on um, Whistleblower. Yeah, that and was that a good was one. A really, I like these uh, these stories that, like... We should do one one day. Yeah, maybe we will. The, yeah. with, a story on Canucks combo would be fun. Yeah, well, like, the, the amount of work... And we'll talk to Scotty. We'll talk to Scotty yeah, yeah, about we'll it. Uh, it but let's get into... Uh, we got a lot of other stuff to get to, man. Yeah, you wanted to get into uh, Bye Bo. Yeah, goodbye, Bo. If you're, Are we really talking about this again? Just a little bit. I feel like I'm a little heartless. I, I think I want to spend more time um, going. Like we talked about, we did the emergency episode. Check it out on the podcast. There, Alex has got a. Uh, he's got a little. Uh, uh, what do you call slideshow here? As much uh, Bo Horvat photos as possible. Good stuff, Alex. Uh, but the Bo Horvat trade. Let's talk about it for people who are live here on YouTube. Like we haven't had the chance to interact with people about this. That's what's nice about the YouTube podcast listeners. You guys have already heard us go off uh, too much about this, but. Let's get started. The Canucks return Atu Ratti. Atu Ratu. Depends how you want to go with it. No, it's either way. It's either way he it's said. It's not Ratti. He said you could go either way. Is it, did he actually say that? Yep. I'm saying Ratti from now on. He said I, either I way. I like Ratti too. Conscious effort to say Ratu. I'm going to say Ratti. No, I like it. Yeah, he said either way. It's North American. He said American. Go ahead, say whatever you want. Well, uh, Anthony okay, so Bavillier. he's just saying you can say it wrong, and he's okay with it. Anthony Bavillier, <laughs> who you got actually really excited about. When Patrick Alvin called him Antonio Bavillier, because right. you thought it was a name you could trust, but now it's not a name you can trust in Anthony <laughs> Bavillier anymore. Um, so you got him, Aturatu, and a first round pick that's top twelve protected. We we've had a little bit of time to uh, to let this one sink in a little bit, right? By the yeah. way, yeah, Adam Lee's got a comment in there. Can't believe we retained salary on Bo as well. Twenty five percent retention. Who cares on uh, Bo Horvat? I just. I think that that was something, and Patrick Alvin answered that, was like, that's kind of the way that business has to be done in the NHL this year, and it's going to be interesting to see if that has to happen literally with, like, every big trade, right? With, you know, guys like Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, you're going to have to retain money there. But Bo Horvat at $5 million, like, I don't know if, like, you need it to, but I wonder if that's the way the market's just going to go this year. Like, how much do you have to save on, on Ryan O'Reilly if he gets moved? Like, it's going to be interesting to see these big cap players if you have to take money back and also have to retain to make the money work because that's just a cap world, man. Dude, like, think about it this way. And this is crazy to say out loud, but Brock Besser makes more money than Bo Horvat. Oh, yeah. Right now. And this is a contract the Cucks just signed. But yeah. Well, no, Bo's got that uh, He's got that car commercial with uh, okay, okay. Connor McDavid. He's, he's, okay, he's doing <laughs> Talking it. about his cap hit, not what he actually oh, okay, makes yeah, in endorsements. Yeah. Um, anyways... Brock Besser makes more money than Bo Horvat for the next two seasons after this one. Okay, yeah, I don't well, know. I think Bo's no, okay, gonna, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. I mean his cap hit. This cap hit six point. Could you imagine Bo signs with the Islanders at like six million for eight years? He just really wanted to get out of van. No, stop here. Let me get this in. Uh, I fully expect Brock Besser to be moved at the trade deadline. We've been making a couple calls. Been talking around to people. Uh, a lot of people are saying that they expect Brock Besser to be moved. Uh, by the trade deadline. You think so? Yeah. This trade deadline, yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd be I, I'd be surprised if he was moved at this deadline. I, I would bet that he is. Okay. And Interesting. There's a lot of interest. And I think it was Dreger that reported this. There's a lot of interest in Brock Besser right now, but teams aren't willing to do anything unless they know the Canucks are going to retain. Now, if you're the Canucks, how willing are you to retain? Because you're not retaining on just, you know, like that's why I said who cares when someone brought up Horvat retain. Like, what do you need that cap space for this year? Yeah, that's right. I don't really care about the cap. I mean, other than purposes of getting out of LTIR, but again, I think we, we ran it at Canucks Army that 
um, you know, maximizing LTIR space and weaponizing it is a good idea for the Canucks to do, especially with Mikheyev and, you know, all the other stuff they've got going on. Um, I, I, I think they're going to, one, have to retain on Besser, but I don't think they should be scared of doing that because... The hawk flying by. Yeah. Right, right out the head. window, eh? Um, I don't Scott's think they should be scared of doing that because that's how you retain... That's how you get anything of value for Brock Besser right now, right? Like, you... You have to retain at least, I would say, at least 25% in order to get anything of value. Yeah, for think best. about it. 25, you're retaining over 1.5 million. You got to do that for the next two years after and this I mean, year. If your sideways move is. I think it's about the return for Besser there. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, and the, like. Besser's a very appealing add to a playoff team if you're paying him $4 million. And that's, right? how that's, you, a, that's a big thing there. That's how you. That's how. If you're going to retool. That's how you do it, right? Like, that's how you have to do it. You can't just say, like, okay, well, we're going to give up an asset to get out of Bester so we have cap space to go sign other guys. Like, no, it's we're going to eat this cap hit for the next two years, and it's going to suck because it's still on our books because we're retaining on it, but we're going to get a pretty decent asset out of it, a younger asset, something, someone we believe in. And, again, if your sideways move is to put Antonio Bovillier in the lineup, right, and Brock Bester comes out because you've moved him, I don't think there's too many people that are upset with that. I again, like, I'm not saying I don't like Brock Besser or anything. I just don't think he's playing up to his cap, and I don't think that's a hot take to say at all. And I think that's why they're ultimately going to have to retain on him. I just don't think it's going to work out for this player in Vancouver. No, I'm with you. I think like it'll be interesting to see what happens if if he does go to another team and gets a new opportunity, new spot to actually be like. Be used in a spot where he is like the shooter. He's a first line guy. Like I, I think he can fit that on a lot of teams. I think he can fit that on a lot of competitive teams too. It's not just like a, you know, he goes to Arizona and becomes the guy. Like I think he can be a guy that you want shooting the puck a lot on the power play on some of these pretty good teams as well. That that the teams that have maybe a lack of just the the pure shooter, right? The pure shooter that you like to have on your power play and playing with some of your better playmakers. I, I think he could find it, and I think he's gonna. I hope he has success wherever he ends up going as well too. But exactly. uh, we. We said it a little bit on yesterday's show, but I I wanted to kind of just go over it again. Like, Bo Horvat's leaving this organization. And I said it on yesterday's show that I thought, listen, the hometown discount that some people were hoping he was going to take is what he just took for the last eight years being here, right? Like, he did so much for this organization, was asked to do a lot of things, talk about a lot of stuff that wasn't hockey-related that was very difficult. He did an excellent job throughout he was great in the community. See how many posts that you've seen from you know Canucks for Kids, the Canucks Autism Network, all these uh, these these groups putting out the the photos of what he was like. You, you notice it when like I, I I get people like messaging me sometimes like saying that they're going for autographs and they always end up sending back like the autographs that they got. Bo Horvat always stopped to give autographs for fans. He was great with everyone. Couldn't have asked for a better captain, I think, in Vancouver. Right, like that's how I feel about it. Just like away from hockey, you couldn't have asked for a better captain than Bo Horvat. Uh, and being in the room this year, like I said on yesterday's show, like he's he's a guy that really, like the idea that was floated last year about like factions in the locker room and it was like Horvat versus Miller, like I'm sorry, like the, from seeing the way that those two react in the locker room together, it was like there's no, like they were good, they were buds, right? And you like I think it's going to be difficult now to to see how the next leadership group takes over because I don't think, and this is just my feeling on the room, I don't think the room knows who's going to take over here, right? Is it going to be the loud JT Miller crew? Is it going to be Luke Shen? Is Luke Shen going to be gone anytime soon? Is, is 
a veteran pairing of like OEL and Myers going to be the guys to take over the room, or is it the young guys' time? I think Patrick Alvin's hoping it's the young guys. Exactly. I think he is. We have some quotes from him we'll get to later. We got a lot of Patrick Alvin quotes. I'm putting Alex to work today uh, on the quotes for sure. But to me, it's like I, I don't think that there's a full-on buy-in from the whole room that it is the young guys right now, right? I'm not saying that any player is kind of making that not happen with these guys, but I also just think that it's not fully set in stone yet that this now, from this day moving forward, in that room anyways, is believing that it's like, this is go time for Patterson. Put the C on his chest. Let's roll. He's now the leader of our group. Like, I'm not there. I'm just not there yet. That's fair. And I mean, there's a lot of this debate right now and about what I, the Canucks should do with the captaincy. And Alvin kind of alluded to, oh, I think these two are ready to take the reins as mm, leaders. Yeah. I think they'll go, they'll go with A's for the rest of the year, I think. Alvin yeah. didn't say that that's for sure what they were going to do. He said he had to talk to Rick Tockett and Jim Rutherford about it. So it'll be interesting. And he kind of leaned toward Tockett being the guy who makes the ultimate decision, it seems. Um, so I'm interested to see kind of which direction they go here. I mm. think, my personal opinion, yep. is they go with the A's, you give one to Patterson, you give one to Hughes, obviously. Okay. And then next season, or I would even say go next season the same way, and the season after that, see who takes the reins, mm. right? Like, here's, see, here's see who thing steps that I just, up. And I've said this on the show before, but I've seen the, the argument that is out there that it's for sure Patterson. I just, I don't know if the day-to-day dealing with media, like... On the ice, I am 100% in agreement with everyone that Elias Pettersson is the captain. On the ice, Elias Pettersson is 100% the captain. That's how I feel about it. But I think like now being on the other side of it and seeing what it's like in the room, seeing what the captain has to answer to with the media, I don't know if he's the guy for that. Right? I, I 100% he's the cap- think he's the captain on the ice. Right? And everybody knows it. Everyone in, on that Canucks team, they know it. They know that Pettersson's the best player. Right, like he's the guy that can single-handedly win you the most games in a season. I'm just curious to see how that transitions to the other parts of being a captain, where you have to talk about the team on a four-game losing streak. You have to talk about the team in back-to-back nights where they couldn't score a goal. I'm that's why I still like I still have it, and I know a lot of like not a lot of people agree with me on this, but I think that Quinn Hughes for that part of it is a better option. Yeah, sure. I think Quinn Hughes is a better guy to speak for the team when they're at their worst, when they're at their best. Just Dealing with the media, which is a massive part of being a captain in a Canadian city. That's the way that I look at it. I just think Hughes would be better for that right now anyways. If, if Pedersen does some sort of evolving in that way, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. And, and I'm just 100% certain in my eyes that he's the captain on the ice. Yep. I just don't know if he's going to have the seat with all the other stuff that comes with it. That's fair. That, that, that's a fair take. That's a very fair take. And again, like like I think that for that reason, you go with the A's and you just kind of see sure. where it takes you uh, next year. Okay. Let's get to Scotty. Yeah, let's get to him. Uh, we are very excited about this, folks. Uh, Scott Rintoul of Unreal West Coast Express uh, joining us now with a Meet Me in the Kitchen book behind him. Very nice. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. It's a sign. It's no book. It's a. Po- it's another podcast I host, actually. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Scotty, it's uh, it's nice to get you here on the show. Obviously, I mean the media tour for you has been nuts. <laughs> it's been wild everywhere I look. You're po- <laughs> I look today. You're on one of our uh, brother shows in Calgary with Barnburner over there. So I'm just like uh, it must be a, a wild time for you. But I'll tell you, Scotty, coming on here. It's not television. It's not radio. You're with the podcast crowd right now here on the Canucks Conversation. So we're excited to get you on here for the podcast listeners. Let's just get started with the idea for this this series that you're putting out, West Coast Express. Where did it come from? Because you've been around this market for a long time. I'm curious to what drove you to the point of saying, I want to do a series about the West Coast Express. Okay, so before I answer the question, you two have both reached out to me. When you heard that this series was coming out, what was your first reaction? I'll go first. I was really excited because, okay, so, Scott, you know I'm not super old. Um, (laughs) I was kind of just starting to like the Canucks when the West Coast Express was getting almost dismantled, right? Like, when it was the beginning of the end. And, again, I know we're going to talk about it a lot in uh, in the series that you did, but... That was when I started to be a Canucks fan, and I was playing the old video games, and it was like, oh, this line's one of the best in the game. I should be using them. And that was kind of how I started to become like, oh, okay, these are these are some of my favorite players here. And that's why I really wanted to listen to it, because this, this era is something that I didn't get to experience from the start, obviously. Like, listening to episodes one and two, I wasn't alive for anything that is being said in it. Like, I was listening to it, and I was like, wow, like, I knew this happened, but to hear the people who were there saying it, that was why I was interested, and that's why I am liking it so far. Yeah, I would have to say that I was excited to see coverage of that be modernized. Like, to see it put into podcast form and into a series, I was pretty excited from that aspect of it. Awesome. So, the reason you guys just mentioned, and... The connection that you talked about, Quads, that's why I wanted to do this. It's a great story to begin with. Like, just if you gave somebody the pitch line of, okay, here's the deal. Three players acquired by three different general managers, two years apart, didn't work out with their original organizations, wind up on the best line in hockey. Like, that in itself, from a sports perspective, is a great pitch. Then there's all of the ups and downs that happen along the way. The successes, the playoff failures, the setbacks, the overcoming adversity. There's a lot of that involved as well. From a personal standpoint, I wanted to dig into something long form. Most of my career has been spent doing things where, all right, we finished that. What's happening tomorrow? What are we on to the next day? And you guys know this as well with what you're doing right now. You get involved in conversations that you want to continue. 
but you can't because you have time constraints or you're filing post game or whatever it happens to be with what your job is. This was an opportunity to sit down with these players, coaches, managers, media, and talk for an hour, talk for an hour and a half and just get into some of their memories and their thoughts about some of the happenings that occurred along the way. And quads, I'm really happy with you, what you brought up that's episodes one and two, because when I originally dreamed up this project, I thought, all right, we're going to talk about the great story I outlined for you at the beginning. But the more I thought about it, the more I decided you can't show people the true impact of this line and that team unless you show them how bad it got. And I know that there's a lot of Canucks fans listening right now that are thinking, this is the worst it's ever been. It's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not. You can look at the record and you can look at some of the playoff um, absences over the last number of years, but people are still going to games. People are still very engaged in the conversations you guys have multiple times a week. There was a point in the late 90s where people in Vancouver and B.C., really didn't want anything to do with the Vancouver Canucks. It's hard to imagine now, but part of the reason I don't think it'll ever go back there is because of this team and that line. The attention on the Vancouver Canucks and the franchise overall changed dramatically because of these players. Okay, so I want to break this down because I listened to episode one and two already, and... Also, fantastic job on episode two. The whole, all the Messier stuff. I haven't was, been to two yet. Be sorry, careful. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 won't, I won't spoil anything. And, and, and Scotty, without spoiling anything, I guess my question for you, and as someone just listening to the podcast that now has the pleasure of interviewing you about it, what, like, when you were doing it, what surprised you the most? Was there any conversation that you had where you were just kind of taken aback and said, like, holy cow, I wasn't expecting this person to give me what they just gave me? Well, Wayne Gretzky's at the top of that list, and he's in episode number one. And I won't spoil why he's in episode number one for those who don't know, but the great one himself is there. And the most surprised, I haven't told this story yet in any forum, but I'll tell it to you right now. So I had reached out to a mutual friend about the possibility of getting 99 on. And the friend said, look, shoot me a couple of questions. I'll send them his way and I'll give him your contact info. And if he calls, then great. And if not, well, I guess he's got other stuff going on. So a few weeks later, my phone rings and we all have the phone that rings right now. And it says, you know, Missouri calling or, you know, Western New York, whatever it is. Well, this one came up with a California ID and normally you don't pick those up. And I looked at my wife and it was the middle of a day in the summer. And I went, I'm going to take this call. Just, I got a gut feeling and I picked it up. And on the other end, is Wayne Gretzky. He doesn't announce himself as Wayne Gretzky. He just starts talking and says, yeah, I got a message that perhaps you wanted to talk. And I do remember a little bit about that time. And, and so he never even says it's Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> so we get into this conversation, which is awesome. And he says, okay, I thought it was a book, but a podcast, that sounds great. Totally willing to do it. I've got to go to LA for three or four days, but then why don't we line something up for Monday or Tuesday? Well, my heart drops because I'm going to a wedding in Europe on the Saturday. So I literally have to say to Wayne Gretzky, I'm really sorry. I'm taking my wife to Europe. We're going to a wedding this weekend. I'm not going to be here next week. And I'm fully expecting this. Well, it's too bad. It's not going to work out. I wish you all the best. Nice to meet you. Instead, Wayne Gretzky becomes the even greater one in my mind because he goes, Oh, I had no idea. Take your wife to Europe, have an incredible time. And 
Well, you've got my number now. So when you get back, just text me and we'll line something up. Wayne Gretzky telling me, yeah, just text me when you get back. It was a surreal moment, guys. You got to big time the great one. That is that is amazing. What a fantastic. Um, Okay, so... Uh, sorry, I'll let you get a question eventually, Chris. I'll do your thing. You're two episodes in. You well, I, I'm really, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I'm glad you said uh, you're not going to spoil the Gretzky thing because I was literally about to with my next question, but uh, I won't do that instead. So I guess what I want to ask you, Scott, is just how long of a process was this for you? Like from start to finish and maybe take our listeners through the process of putting it all together. Yeah, so originally I had the idea a few years ago, but then because of my work situation, I didn't have the free time to do it. I was going to do this three or four years ago, and so I put it on the shelf, and then when my job changed about a year and a quarter ago, 15 months ago, I guess it was, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, and I decided I'd go out on my own and take on some new endeavors that I hadn't tried before, and I just decided literally a year ago, you know what? This has been sitting in my brain long enough. Let's do it. So... Marcus Naslin, Todd Bertuzzi, Brendan Morrison were my first calls in that order. And each of them agreed to do an interview. And once I got that, I started calling on the other guys that I thought were the pillars of this. And the other two for me were Mark Crawford and Brian Burke. I figured if I get those five people, I can tell this story well. Anything else I get is going to be awesome. But if I get those five people, I can tell the story well. Like those are the foundation of it for me. And then the Sedins were happy to come on board. Ed Jovanovsky, go down the list of media names, guys from the past that helped me tell the story early, like Dave Babich and Corey Hirsch, Arthur Griffiths coming on to explain how ownership changed. And while that might seem like a really minor point to the Canucks fan out there, it set the table for everything that happened with the downfall of the Canucks and then the Canucks to become what they did with Naslin Bertuzzi Morrison. So it's a really important part of this story. Could I have done this project quicker? Probably, but I had other stuff going on. I had other opportunities that I was looking at and and executing on at the same time. So this took me the better part of a year to get all together and then get it to the point where we could actually put episodes out there. Well, Scott, we got a lot of people in here in the chat uh, excited to see you here on the show because they've, they've watched you in Vancouver media for a long time. Is there any thought of doing this, something else? Like you have, you're one of the guys who knows Vancouver sports history more than anybody. So like it's now that you've accomplished and, you know, put out this product, is this something you want to keep doing? It is. And I will say, and I hope this doesn't disappoint too many people in the Canucks nation that's listening right now, but these stories might expand beyond Vancouver, beyond hockey for that matter. I think there's so many great stories out there, guys. And I'm of the opinion that we're living in this time where people are so fast onto the next one and what's happening tomorrow and, and forget about what happened yesterday that we don't spend enough time actually diving into longer form stories that people don't know a lot about or don't have perspective on. And so that's what this process has been like for me. I'd love to do more of this. I have really enjoyed the process. It's not easy it's a lot of legwork and you don't always get everything you want, but man, is it rewarding to have those conversations, to put something cool together and then put it out to the world and be proud of it. And whether it's received extremely well or not, and so far it certainly has been, and I appreciate that you guys are into it as well. When you're proud to put that product out there and just share it with everybody, it's a pretty cool feeling. 
I'm sure that uh, that microphone there in your camera has been getting a workout from how many things we've seen you on over the past uh, <laughs> ten days here. I know Cino yeah. Chicken here says, "Can Scott uh, can Scotty produce a deep dive podcast into the Boudreaux era? Because that would be must listen." So I'm sure I'll, we'll give you some time to collect your information on that. But Scotty, this has been great. Really appreciate you coming on here, and uh, I'll have to get to episode two after uh, after we record here, pretty much. Actually, so thanks for taking the time, Scotty. Anytime. I'm just going to give a quick plug. This is the podcast world, so people already get it, but mm-hmm. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast, you will find this. You can also go to unrealsports.com, unreal with two E's, unrealsports.com, and you can find everything there. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. You betcha. It was great. And by the way, I seen you updated and put numbers on the episodes. People were uh, excited <laughs> about that online today. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, Scotty. Appreciate it, man. There Thanks, guys. Scott Rintoul joining us there. Awesome. You've you. I didn't know you were two episodes in already. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm very much so enjoying it, and I've I've already had a few people message me and say as soon as they're done watching our show or listening to our show on the podcast. Yeah, they're going to uh, go listen to that. Oh, and absolutely. hey, like, I like these series, man. Oh, it's so you know it's, how much I love that whistleblower. A great one. form of storytelling, and honestly, like I hope that one day at Canucks Army, like we can do something like this. Yeah, you totally. know what I mean. No more fart gates. Let's get an actual story out there. Okay. <laughs> Brought to you no, by you yeah, do this. Okay, yeah, okay, you, you talk it. your. I'll talk my way through. You do it first. Well, hang on a sec. Okay. Uh, all of our guests are brought to you by the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season Capital H Capital S, all one word. Yeah. Uh, hockey Season that will get you five dollars off your order at ZephyrEpic.com. Z e p h y r Epic. Uh, check them out on social media platforms as well. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Go give them a follow. Tell oh, them Canucks Combo sent you. Uh, they also have a retail location in Surrey. I was there on Saturday. Commander Vander was there. And my co-host, along with a longtime listener of the show uh, and often commenter of the show, Commander Vander, yep. uh, went over to Zephyr Epic, and you've got some cards for us. Yeah, here we go. You can get going on this, Quads. You can so open your first pack. Walk, walk through the listeners what I'm opening right now. Yeah, so we got a couple of these CHL packs. We got a whole box. We're going to rip through these when we have guests. We got the CHL pack. There's a rookie, Connor Rudard, in here somewhere. As I, as I, it's a little snot bubble there, uh, but uh, there's a rookie Connor Bedard in there. You're, oh, you're not good My with opening the packs. Slimy. Yeah, mine are too. Holding the mic here this whole time, but uh, that's what we're looking for. We're going to do the live opening here. Thanks to the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. This is big on YouTube. I wonder if our listeners jump up because they see us starting to open uh, cards here. Man, you're really struggling, eh? Yeah, well, my. My hands are like sweaty because I'm holding the mic okay. the whole time. You know what? Fair we enough. should we should make this a clip on YouTube. We should text Fair Aaron, enough. get Aaron to, uh, you know. Get the pack we'll opening, open up, get yeah, the Scotty uh, interview. Patrick Alvin quotes. You don't need to read off every player name. Just go through there and see if you get anything of note. Because there, yeah, there yeah, are a yeah. couple Canucks prospects, actually. Yeah, any Canucks prospect, anybody whose name I know. Commander Vander out. pulled a uh, Victor Pershon card, believe it or not. I forgot that he was a CHL guy. Uh, Canucks prospect there, Victor Pershon. So you got yours. CHL uh, cards here, running through it. Anything of interesting? Put it up to the camera a little bit as you're scrolling through. Nothing there, Quadzi. Nobody can see what's going on here. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Trash, trash. Got something, a couple of decent cards here. Oh, geez, I thought you I thought that was a Pats card. Okay, nothing there. But hey, we're looking for the Connor Bedard. Do the other one now, Series One. You can get this. Uh, this is this year. What you pack. want me to open it? Or yeah, you? do your other Series One. You now. open your CHL one. Okay, Go fine. Ahead. Talk your way through this. Yeah, and again, uh, for the podcast listeners, I know this might not be the most intriguing thing, so I'll walk you through it. Uh, Chris is opening the hockey pack. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But uh, again, Scott Rintoul, what a great guy, taking the time. Uh, very, very nice of him. Uh, to come on the show as Chris opens this pack Ooh, here. Regina Pat rookie. Regina Pat rookie. It is not Connor Bedard. 
I think you would be freaking out a lot more. Is that a clear cut or is there just green behind him? Just some green. Okay. Uh, anyways, this isn't great for the podcast, I understand. So uh, you uh, you pick up your mic there. Okay. Yeah, no, I got another nice See, this card here. one. CHL Pro Spiles of Callum Ritchie. Okay, well, this one opened nice a lot easier. There. I was really struggling with that first 2005 one. 2005 kit. First, uh, first card in the pack is uh, the Vancouver Canucks goaltender. Yeah, so this is the Series 1. This is the bait. Like this, is, If you're going out to get hockey cards and you just want to like, get the basic set, you got to go with the Upper Deck Series 1. This is the one to go with here. Uh, simple cards. They got the young guns in here. Obviously, that's what you're looking for. Some sort of insert. I see you got a UD canvas there. Nothing else really special looking in your pack, but uh, yeah, Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. UD canvas. Still nice looking cards. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, be sure to go get your own cards uh, over at Zephyr Epic. Like I said, uh, check them out online. Z e p h y r epic dot com. As Chris pulls a Tyler Myers little voice crack there. Um, but be sure to go check out Zephyr Epic. Go get some hockey cards of your own. Uh, anything you want, really. Like if, if you got kids that are into the Yu-Gi-Oh or the Pokemon, or even if you're into those, whatever it is. Um, I say that as somebody who plays with Lego as a grown man. So, um, Tanner Pearson and a Tyler Myers. And look at this looking, look at this card. This looks great. That is a nice looking card. It is a UD portrait of Steven Stamkos. That's if that's what the UD portraits looks like this year. That's awesome. Come on, Cam. I, you know how much I paid for this damn camera, and I can't get it to freaking focus on anything here? Oh, I tell you. Okay. That's probably Alex's fault or something Anyways, over there. Anyways, uh, be sure to go check out Zephyr Epic. They also have free shipping Canada-wide yep. on any order over $50 right. from... From, I miss uh, when we used to do that. Oh, I know. I, but you know I had to put so much work in the I know. I, gotta, I don't like to put no, you on the spot. I know uh, you from, don't. Uh, uh, from Kelowna to... Uh, Campbell River. No, that's a C. <laughs> I can't think of any with uh, something with the K. There's another. There's another city out there. Canada, Canada. Yeah, Canada and Kitchener. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on here. Um, That's a cool Stamkos. Eh? Yeah. Commander Manners nice is looking. there. Okay. Cool. Uh, Patrick Alvin quotes. Go. Oh, we got so many Patrick. Let's just start with one. Okay. This one I think we can all just laugh at off the top. The three first rounders one. The <laughs> Patrick Alvin said like, okay, listen, I get that you got it. You know, you're happy about the trade you just made. But here's Patrick Alvin talking about uh, getting three first-round picks for the Vancouver Canucks. You know what? Uh, you could look at it that we got uh, actually three first-rounders back here. Yeah, and I can look in the mirror and look like I'm jacked if I if I look at it the <laughs> right way, but I'm not. Uh, I mean, listen, you, you get Ratu, who was a second-round pick. Uh, Bavillier was a first-round pick like eight years ago, and you do get a first-round pick. You do get one there. So I, I just that quote was hilarious to me. I mean, it's not... You didn't get three first-round picks for Bo Horvat in the end. But, uh, you know, Alvin's excited about his guy here. So. Uh, and, again, I okay, I know everybody's giving him a hard time about that. I think it's funny as hell. I think he was kind of joking. Like, yeah, he, I, I also understand what he was saying. Like, there's people like, oh, Aturaktu was a second-round pick. Yeah, he was. And, you know, okay, but he was projected to be, like, a top-five pick for the years before. Well, you heard Tommy yesterday. He said, yeah, number one pick when he was 16 he was supposed to be. Exactly. And then this so, is the big deal. This is what I heard, okay, about okay. Aturati. Aturatu. Listen, so he plays with that same organization, Carpat, right? His whole his whole life. He was there as a junior player. He was there as a player going up into the U16, U18, U20. Ends up getting the league and playing with them. They didn't do him well in his draft year there. Right, they didn't give him the opportunity to have right. success. Yep. They're playing him ten minutes a night. I don't want to say shame on the organization, but like that's a that's a tough move from the organization to put him in a spot like that where the kids 
going into that year as one of the top three draft picks. And Roger talked about this in his opening media availability um, with the Canucks. This is what he said. He said, yeah, it was a lot to do with opportunity. I feel like it was kind of with the confidence. I feel like going to a new team, going from hardly playing playing to playing a lot. I was jumping from 10 minutes a game to almost 20 minutes a game. So it's a huge difference. And again, you see that with his production. Big time. 40 points. Jump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some Um, good stuff there. And again, two goals, one of those at Rogers Arena. So hopefully... Uh, that continues when he steps on yeah. the Rogers Arena ice. Uh, he's going to be joining the Abbotsford Canucks. Not playing tonight. Not playing tonight. He's gonna. They're in California right now. He's going to be there for the San Look Jose. This. Look how good Alex is on YouTube. Eh? The San Jose Barracuda game on Friday. Yeah, they got Barracuda on Friday, and that's that's where he's going to play. Yeah, what I yeah what I hear is he might be in the lineup. Okay. It's not for sure he's in the lineup on Friday, from what I heard. Cool. But I'll tell you what, if he is, you put him with uh, with Hugliner and Pod Colson. Which uh, we'll get to that audio. That's now a, in a fun second. line. Patrick Alvin about Huglander and Pod Colson in the AHL for a little bit here. I, I don't want to put Alex on the spot. Alex is doing such a good job. You got the video up there. You know, good stuff. He's working hard over there. But the the Huglander and Pod Colson talk about them sticking in the AHL is it, something that I found interesting from Alvin. I don't think that you can really say that he like tipped his cap because he doesn't do that ever uh, in any media availabilities. But I'll, I will say this before we get to this quote. I thought, and listen, I've been to every single one this year with Patrick Alvin media availabilities. I thought the last one was his best one. I thought so, I too. I thought he actually yep. did give a couple of answers. And, like, listen, I, I'm not saying he's great at media just because <laughs> of this one thing, but he did give some honest answers on a few things in this most recent one. Let's hear him talk about Niels Hugland and Vasily Pod Colson and their situation with them currently being in the AHL, but maybe getting some time to come up here and show what they could do in front of Rick Tocchi. Here's Patrick Alvin. We as a staff here, we're going to, uh, obviously, be missing some bodies here uh, coming in uh, to New York uh, a week from now. So we uh, will get together here, and, and uh, we need to make some, some call-ups. Uh, uh, those particular names, uh, but Colson has been playing really, really well. Uh, not just scoring. I think his attitude and, and how he plays a 200-foot game and his practice habits has been extremely well. So I could see him and I could see Nils uh, eventually getting a chance coming back up here and showing. Um, as of now, uh, where we sit, sit in, in, the, in the stands, I would, uh, I would hope that those guys are going to get an opportunity to go uh, uh, for a long run in Abbotsford in the playoffs there too. So this wasn't... Uh... I don't think this was my question, but he was looking at me the whole time. He was talking about Abbotsford. It's like, I don't know. He must, he must see the Twitter or listen to the show. Maybe Alvin listens <laughs> to the show. Uh, but I, I found just the way he talked about Pod Colson and Huglander a little bit differently there. Did it not sound like he was kind of hinting at Pod Colson coming up here soon yeah. and Huglander staying for a little bit? He kind of, he didn't say that completely in he that said, quote I there. could also see Niels getting Yeah, the up. way he kind of said it a little bit was like, yeah, it sounds like Pod Colson's going to be up here quickly. Niels hey, is going to be up here long. For the past like week or month, I'd say you've been saying that you've been saying like, I don't think there's much that pod Colson's gaining for being in the AHL Huglander. It's a different story. Yeah. And I think it, you know, Huglander's agent was here last week, like I said, and Mm. he was here to kind of make sure Hugs is doing good, right? He's down there in the AHL and some players in that situation, when you go from being like, think about it, Niels Huglander was in the top league in Sweden for three seasons, right? Spent three full seasons, uh, two and a half seasons in the SHL. Uh, before coming up to make his jump immediately to the NHL. This is the first time he's been in the AHL, right? He didn't go down for the playoffs last year. He was injured, and now he's in here for the first time. So his agent came in to check on him, and, you know, conversations were had. It sounds like I don't think he's going to be down here the full season, but I think he'll be back there for the playoffs, and it'll be interesting to see what happens here moving forward. But I just think the indication that we got there from Alvin sort of hinted at that Pod Colson could be here moving up. Um, I want to get to another one from Alvin here. 
about prioritizing centers or defensemen, right? Because we looked at this trade, and listen, Bavillier's coming in. He's a winger. Uh, Ratu's coming in. It sounds like they really like him as a center. The other thing that's interesting, and a lot of people are like, oh, like these people in the industry are telling me he's going to be a winger. I found it interesting, not only the quotes that Patrick Alvin talked about of him being a center, but if you listen to the Lou Lamorella, Lamorello uh, interview as well, post uh, right after the trade, he mentioned that like we feel pretty good about the depth in our prospect system on the wing, and we don't view Ratu as a winger. Like even Lamorello, who just yeah, got rid yeah, of him, yeah. said like no, like we've always viewed him as a center. Um, so here's Patrick Alvin talking about prioritizing centers or defensemen in a trade for Horvat. Do you prioritize getting a, a center back over, say, getting a young defenseman back? Um, good question. I mean, <laughs> in a, yes, we, we did prioritize to get a center or uh, a defenseman back. Uh, obviously, there's, uh, you know, other teams that, uh, you know, if they have it or not, and, and being part of, uh, you know, discussions. Uh, but we felt strong to hear that, uh, you know, Raddy was was a key piece in this deal, along with the first round pick. So, I mean, yeah, we kind of think we've talked about this a little bit. That that first round pick that you've added needs to become a defenseman in one way or the other. That first round pick that you've added um, with the Islanders there, unless it becomes a top five pick in next year's draft, you have to use that to cash in a little bit to get that defenseman. Like, that's the way I look at it is, okay, you got Ratu. Now you have a little bit of a center kind of in your system. He seems pretty close to the NHL, right? Like, he's he's played NHL games this year. He's been in the AHL doing a pretty good job there playing center. Now you need to cash in that other first-round pick on a defenseman. Whether it be a trade, whether it be a draft, you 100% need to find a defenseman there. That's how I look at it. Yep. And uh, hey, no disagreement there. You're not going to get any disagreement there. Uh, do we have any I think more final one? I, I want to just do the leadership because we had a little discussion there going into yeah. Scotty. So let's hear Alvin and and you kind of brought it up. I think earlier the way that he was talking about Quinn Hughes and Leas Patterson, this young leadership taking over the room. Um, so let's hear from Patrick Alvin on the young leadership uh, of this team. Well, um, it is again. I, I think we have some some young players here in, in uh, Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes that are ready for uh, stepping up here and being part of the leadership moving forward. And uh, Elias' performance and Quinn's performance on the ice definitely shows it. So hopefully we can build on uh, and in having more um, you know younger players taking on a bigger uh, role and bigger leadership part of this group moving forward. I think you rubbed, rubbed my mic on the wall. Sorry, yeah, you, you thought we were, you thought you were on mute. I was nice yawning. Uh, no, I mean, listen. We know the the way that Alvin talked, but it, what, that wasn't the only answer he gave where he talked about Hughes and Patterson being the leadership group. So, not a lot of mention of uh, you know. Did you see the the bet? Uh, somebody had this. Uh, one of the bets came out. Uh, what's the local BC one? Play now. Play now. Yep. Not quite as good as our friends over there at Betway, but they had one coming out. You can bet on Tyler Myers being uh, captain. Ten to one odds. I know quads. He's, he's all about Tyler Myers here. I opened this card. I saw your your eyes light up. I got the Tyler Myers uh, <laughs> card here today. But yeah. um, with the young leadership, it feels like just hearing the general manager come out and talk about that, not mention some of those guys, like whether it be a Luke Shen or uh, JT Miller or Tyler Myers or an OEL. Like I, I like that. That's the direction kind yes. of put out there from the GM. Right? It is a future based move which this market has been starving for followed by future-based messaging which is what this market has gotten in the past yeah but hasn't really seen action. put into action seen some action that's for sure Kay. that's good betway get us out well, of here i don't have a betway bet today 
Okay. Well, I, uh, uh, I thought there was no hockey today. There's two more games going on here. Yes, there is still hockey. There's been getting, hockey being played. Yeah, uh, on Friday, the skills competition, Bo Horvat is going to be I might have a representing the Pacific Division. Not sure if he's going to be representing the Canucks or what uniform he's going to be yeah, wearing. That'll be really so, interesting to see. Uh, but regardless, Bo Horvat will still be at the All-Star you game. Know set up for some pretty good content right now is Finn. I've seen Finn's down there. Oh, very nice. I like that they do the mask. Yeah, stuff. Betway, you got to be 19 uh, plus to play Bet the responsible way over there on Betway. Yeah, go though. check out uh, Betway. They, pro- they probably have some All-Star stuff coming up here. They got I'm lots assuming. of stuff. I uh, just, you know what? I blanked pretty hard thinking that uh, I thought there was no games tonight. Okay. You're and okay. Alex gets in here. He's yelling at us as he usually is. And he tells us, you know, they're playing tonight. Okay. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so be sure to go check out Betway 19 plus to play. If you choose to play, please play responsibly. Yeah. We'll wrap it up there. Okay. For my co-host, Chris Faber. Are we going back to uh, week off now? We're back. Uh, are we off again? Yeah, we'll be back on Monday. We'll be back on Monday? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for my co-host, Chris Faber, and our technical producer, Alex Allard, our thanks once again to Zephyr Epic and to oh, Scott Rintoul. The good people at Zephyr Epic, man. I tell you, everything you got, we got these cards, boxes. Look at this. Okay. One box here. What else do we got? Two boxes here. We got cards. We're going to be opening up for a long you. time. Long time wanna, here. I don't want to have to And look do at it. this one. The Metal Skybox. We haven't even started with the Metal Universe Skybox. Look at those cards. These are incredible. Commander Vander opened one of these with me at, uh, at Zephyr Epic on the weekend. These things are gorgeous. All right. Going to have to mute your mic now. Uh, for my co-host, Chris Faber, our thanks what about again. This? Oh, yeah. Come on, Quads. Bring me back here. Okay, Bring fine, me back here. Good. Okay. Sunny Chiba's my favorite spot. Thank you, Alex. You know, Alex... You always say, what's Alex doing not paying? I say Alex is always paying attention. I was out at my favorite spot yesterday, Sonny Chivas, and here's Zach. He was in the back, and he was ripping up Canucks hat. You can't really see it in there, but he made a, oh, the best Sonny Chivas meal I ever had. I don't know if he's a listener or a reader, but uh, knew, knew who saw you were. Who I, saw, who I, saw me and knew who I was. Helps I was that you walk around with hat. a giant Canucks army hat. Well, it's not giant. It's just average size on my head. <laughs> it looks big or it's small. It's big. Look at that. And uh, Alex has got me behind the Sunny Chibas now. Look, at, That's where I was yesterday. <laughs> Hold on. Right here. That's what I ordered right uh, Nope, right there. I ordered the tacos and the Chiba fries. Anybody who knows out yeah. there. In Squamish, oh, you! If you've been, you know, and it was great to see a Canucks Army reader or a Canucks combo listener. So appreciate Zach out there. That and was awesome. And he, Zach, he I sent don't me fried know, chicken too. Yeah, you got some fried chicken coming back for you too. Yeah, so, so you got you your fried Zach. chicken, and that was the best uh, Chiba fries we had ever yesterday. Beautiful, so excellent stuff. Solid. And it was great to meet Zach out there yesterday. All right, we'll wrap it up there. For Thank my you, Alex. Chris Faber, technical producer Alex Larder. Thanks again to Zephyr Epic, and of course Scott Rintoul for joining us on this episode, folks. My name is Dave Guadrelli. This has been the Canucks Conversation. Yeah, tell the bosses Alex needs a raise. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.